Tulsa's number one podcast. Showtime, baby. It's Castro X to Titty Tia, Eyes Open, dubbed the home of the emotionally naked. A podcast about anything and everything. If you don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. I'm about to lasso, Castro the asshole, turn him into mincemeat, for ramen casserole, feed it to a thick booty bad bitch, she'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage, pussy fried catfish, I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks, I ain't never had shit, till I turn to rapping, for rapper to rapper, Kappa Lambda, I'm on some fragile shit, packing on packers damage, stamming on stacking damage, acting out like an asses. If you move it against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh huh. Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She likes to pull up in the fastest. Hoopy with the black tip. We get it cracking. She releasing the dragon. Hold up. Fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying. Heat seeking, miss a lunch with a beacon. With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking. How? Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct with the With All Due Respect podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, 2TDT in the motherfucking house. Hi. Uh, we got a very special guest, man. Uh, young, up-and-coming comic, really doing things out here in Tulsa, making big moves. Uh, actually going to be on the Bar 46 show with us coming on May 10th. Which uh, is in six days. In six days. We have nothing prepared. It's going to be a great show. We're going to do great, just like last time. We're going to do what we do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome uh, Miss Joe Miller. What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? I'm Joe Miller. Uh, everything he said is true and more. Mm. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm great. I worked all day, uh, but big comedy things coming up. I can dig that. So talk to me a little bit about that as far as uh, what you got coming up and kind of your journey to get there. What have you been building on? All right. So um, people get into comedy different ways, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I love hearing all the different stories. But uh, basically, I started seeing this guy who uh, he and his friends would go out to open mics just to have a good time. One of his friends is a comic, but we just go out to laugh. And I was going for maybe about a month and I'd seen all these people go up there and do open mic stuff. And I thought to myself, why the fuck not? Right. Like, why? I, I'm at least as funny as half these people. Uh, why, why the fuck not? Why would I not try it? And he was totally supportive of that. He was like, I think that's a great idea. You're hilarious. So I go up. Uh, shout out Reds in downtown. That's mm. where I had my first open mic. Uh, it was hosted by Shauna Blake at that point. Okay. Now hosted by Zach Amen. Shouts. Going back to Shauna Blake. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Um... <laughs> So Reds and Shauna have a special place in my heart, for sure, because she she definitely hyped me, too. You know, I'd never, not only had I never done anything like that, I'd never even thought about it. There's a lot of people who have reached out to me since I started doing comedy saying, I've always wanted to try it. I've never wanted to try it. Like, it was never a plan for me. I got up there, I got great response, um, and I shit you not, Evan Hughes comes into Reds two weeks later, who I'd never met. Never really even heard of. 
he links up with my friend Josiah Patrick. Mm-hmm. Shout out. He's Just another comic for sure, for sure. Um, and he's talking to Evan Hughes and making that connection. And then Evan Hughes comes over to me. And he says, I was just talking to Josiah, and he says that you're a comic. I went up and did one mic, one open mic. Mm -hmm. And Josiah hyped me to the point that I got my first show. Through Evan Hughes. Evan Hughes put me on my first show. Shout out Evan Hughes, of course. uh, Nothing but love for Evan Hughes. That's dope. Uh, Evan put me on my first show, knowing nothing about me, never seeing my comedy. Um, He didn't have to do that. That's beautiful, though. And uh, so I did my first show at Heirloom. Did great. Rocked it. Uh, Evan invited me again out to Vanguard. And then other people started coming. I started doing other shows. And um, throughout this, I'm going to have to give shout-outs because... That's fine. Nobody owes you shit. Mm. Honestly, I believe that. Like, I have friends who book shows. Um, I've done shows for multiple people. I don't ever expect them to give me that opportunity again. Every time someone offers you something, it is an opportunity. It does not matter. Mm. So... Evan Hughes didn't have to do that, and he's brought me back, and I've done three shows with him. And he's amazing. He's great. I like that. So. Uh, Evan Hughes is a big friend of the podcast, as is uh, Josiah Patrick. Man. Yeah. They're both very sweet dudes. Actually, Josiah have- Patrick helped me uh, work on one of my jokes a while back after his. He came here to record a podcast episode, and he sat and they were here for like two hours going just over working one on a joke, joke over It was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. We had like a yeah. whiteboard right here. And I was just sitting here watching them, and they were like talking, writing stuff on the whiteboard. Josiah is great. Uh, he was dude. one of the first standouts to me watching Open Mic at Reds. Right. Yeah. He's cold with it. I love his humor. And he's uh, so natural up there. Right. And that's what I like about him. He's very much him. He's not trying to be anything else. He, yep. and, and I feel like that's key to comedy. They yep. can they can sense it. They can smell it when you're not yourself. Yep. But that's with any kind of art form. I, feel. I agree. If you're not up there being authentic, being genuine to yourself, they, they know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I'm, so I feel like that that's that's a that's special that he put you on. It means a lot to me that he put you on. That's dope. It means, saying? and it never was brought up. It was never anything. It was never a thing. He was. It was literally not a thing. He was like, "I think you're funny." I told Evan Hughes, "I think you're funny." There you go. Evan Hughes gave me that shot, and here I am. I can dig it. So what I like about you, though, right? Uh, just based off this, we haven't got to talk a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you who uh, are listening in, me and Joe have not. Really, I think we met one time uh, when I booked the podcast, which was at the uh, uh, the class. I don't know what it's called, the fucking the comedy class. Uh, anyway, regardless, um, what I like about you is your mentality, right? Uh, you seem very bold, <coughs> very bold, very straightforward. You know, seem as if you're gonna uh, take a lot of shit and deal with a lot of shit, uh, and you're gonna you're gonna kick it real, right? Uh, you said a second ago that you don't feel like. Uh, you know what I mean? Anybody deserves any handouts. You know what I'm saying? Where do you get this mentality? Who do you come from? What kind of people do you come from? I don't mean to pry, but that's what I do here. Um, so I, I, I'm I, sorry. I have a great family. Um, if you don't, wanna, be sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry at all. If you want to cut to it, I mean, they're very imperfect people with their own problems. Mm-hmm. But I have never felt like I needed to be anything other than what I am. Mm. And... When you're a good person and you do good things, things come back to you. Mm. You know, um, when it comes down to it, I know the people that fuck with me really fuck with me. But they still don't owe me anything. I feel like I don't owe anyone shit. Mm. That's my mentality. And that's why I also believe nobody owes me shit. You know, I mean, I have great friends. I have friends who have put me on shows. I have, I have good people in my life. 
they don't have to continue doing the shit they've done for me, and they never had to do the shit they've done for me in the first place. Mm. I think that's healthy, though. That's a healthy way to go about life. You know what I mean? I feel like you get far that way. Yeah. I can definitely dig that. For sure. Talk to me a little bit, bit about uh, what goes into writing your jokes. How do you go about that? Because I know sitting down with all you stand-up comedians and even myself when I'm writing, uh, it seems everybody has a different approach. You know what I'm saying? And I have never written. So you go up there and you freestyle it. So um, uh, my comedy style is very anecdotal. I tell a lot of stories. Okay. Uh, my life is a fucking blast. Uh, I... I do it up. I do it all the time. I live unashamed. Like, I've got plenty of shit to talk about. That's crazy. Like, it is what it is. I mean, I go up there and it's kind of <laughs> like what you were talking about with the, before we started this, about your, your joke style. Mm. There are certain things in the human experience that are practically universal. Right. Things that everyone can relate to. Every Everyone can relate to shitty relationships everyone can relate to having a fucked up family everyone can or you're the other extreme your family is so fucked up that no one else can relate to it and they're like holy shit that's hilarious that it's so fucked up right so either your experience is so unique that people are drawn in or your experience relates to them in a way that they're invested Mm. I think that's fascinating. That, that blows my mind that you don't write shit. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Because uh, I tell stories as well. And uh, most of them are true stories. It might be boosted Thompson. But I, def- I think it's just because that's how I was told I had to do it to begin with, though, right? So when I sat down with my comedians, they kind of were like, hey, do comedy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a student. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, studying the, their way. You know, the way they went about doing their comedy. They're definitely writers. So... It blows my mind when y'all just have the ability to just get up there and, bitch, I'm funny. You know what I'm saying? This is nothing. Let me just get up here and do what I do naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a lot easier if you're natural, but I will say this. I am pretty new. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, Huge put me on my first show October, November. So, I'm, I'm really, really fresh in this. Okay? I add some shit, I spice some shit up, but when it comes down to it, there comes a point that you probably need to start writing. Mm. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm booked for a lot of shows coming up. Do people want to hear the same material over and over again? No. And so, at a minimum, I can make a bullet point list of, okay, I haven't told these stories yet. You know, I, I gotta do something to organize better because I'm doing more and see I really like that approach of not even necessarily expanding on the joke entirely uh this is a part of the way uh that we're talking about designing our live podcast shows is just because I feel like it's easy to just be naturally you and just get up there and yes. run your mouth yes. you know what I'm saying it works so beautifully if you just have these these uh fail safes if you will you know what I mean yep. in your back pocket like yep. I can talk about this, this, yes. this, and this, and yes. just in case. That, mm-hmm. And you don't even have to go off that sheet. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just in case you forget some shit. Yes. Like, hey, I can talk about this. So I feel like that that's an incredible approach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's very natural. If you're a naturally funny person, you can go up there and be natural at comedy, and people are gonna like you. Hmm. But at a certain point, they're gonna expect things of you. You right. know, it's at a certain point they don't want to hear the same stories they've always heard. Or it's not enough for you to just be up there bullshitting. Right. You know, they, they want to see that, okay, I see your passion. Mm. I see that you're in this. I see that you're working on this. And that's really where I'm at. I'm at the point where I got into this shit almost unintentionally. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. And uh, 
I keep getting opportunities. And all right, I'm I'm gonna tell a cheesy story now. Take your time. Do your thing. I um, I got invited to do a show with Michael Patton. Mm-hmm. This was my second show with him. The lineup was Bradley McPherson, hilarious comic, uh, Katie Styles, and Sophia Starr. I had not seen much of either of those women, as in I had not seen them perform. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm pretty much always easily the funniest woman on a show, if not one of the funniest people just on the show in general. To be the third funniest woman on a show with three women in it was humbling. Mm. Sophia Starr is a natural. Katie Styles has her material down. These are stellar women. And that was the first time that I realized there are women that fucking funny out there, dude. Mm. Like, if I want to do this shit... If I want to keep going, I got to work. And I haven't been working. I'll be honest. I haven't been working. I've right. been enjoying it. I've been having a good time. I've been doing my thing. And now it's time to work. I like that. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong at all with what's been going on with you, right? Because you basically have been in the stage of let me smell the flowers. You mm-hmm. know, let me sit mm-hmm. back and fucking mm-hmm. enjoy that, which a lot of people in the beginning definitely miss. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's incredible. But I also love the... Uh, Transition, transition of your mind of all right, I'm smelling the flowers. All right, let me put in some work now. Mm-hmm. I see, mm-hmm. I see that there's motherfuckers that are actually gonna bring it, and there's gonna be competition yep. and things of that yep. sort. Yeah, uh, I heard Sophia does it right as well. Uh, yes, Sophia so. is very much a natural. Mm-hmm. Sophia and I's comedy style is similar. Right. I would never, I would never say that we're alike mm-hmm. by any means, but it's similar in the sense that she goes up there and she tells stories from her life. It's some of it's, you know, like, um, exaggerated <coughs> or right. whatever, but they're stories from her life. That's that's either relatable or so funny that it's noteworthy. I mean, I feel the same way with, with what I'm doing up there. Right. You know, I, I admire people that can sit down and form and create a mm-hmm. joke, but for me, my everyday life is funny. I can dig that. I can dig that. Uh, I had something I was going to say. Bear with me 10 seconds. Um, it's funny that you had um, said earlier that uh, my co-host, you uh, seem like you're a very like strong woman. Don't let anybody like push you around and mm-hmm. shit. So a couple of weeks ago, I had gone out to Comedy on the Corner just to go see everybody. And I was chilling next to the... Uh, the light pole, right? I'm just leaning on it and recording everybody. And this guy came up at mm-hmm. one point with a couple other people. And he was trashed, dude. Trashed, okay? And he just started, like, he, like, came up to me because he noticed that I was recording everybody. And he got in my face, like, real up close. And he was like, hey. And I was like, mm, no, man. Like, I need you to back up. And yeah, he didn't do that. And he kept touching me. And it got to the point where I was like, bro, like, fuck off. Like, I need you to not, don't ever touch me. And nobody was doing anything. No offense to nobody. But I was like, I can handle this if I have to. And he stepped forward, like, one more time. And Joe put down her fucking burger and was like, no. And, like, screamed in his face. And she was like, back the fuck off. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) So I will say, I've heard this story, right? Uh, And I just want to thank you for being out there, you know what I mean, looking out for Tia. You know what I'm saying? Because from that situation, it sounds like it could have been. She had it handled. She had it handled (laughs) easily. But you know what? Every once in a while, I get it in me where I'm like, you know what? 
I could justifiably beat some ass right now. Right. And I'm about to do that. Mm-hmm. I gave him two chances. He wasn't going to get a third. <laughs> and he's lucky there were other people there that made him leave. <laughs> I yeah. think that that's uh, just real solid. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Both of y'all ladies out there holding it down. I had sent T out there to get some video. We had this. literally talked about that five minutes before it even happened. He was like, he's like, I got to make sure somebody's out there so nothing happens. I was like, yeah. It is Saturday night outside, not oh, yeah. downtown, so yeah, it's bad. See, I figured it'd be uh, Big Roscoe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was, on the he was waiting for right. me to punch him. I know he was waiting for me to punch him. I, I, I don't think him. Roscoe would let any Absolutely not. hands at all. No, you know I mean? no. But, shout out to Joe. You know I, saw, I saw her handling her business, and, you know, she was laying down the law respectfully. Mm-hmm. She was like, hey, dude, no, you hey, don't gang. get to touch me. You don't get to touch me, whatever. And she made her boundaries clear. When he violated those boundaries, I had to step in. I said, right. back the fuck up, yo. That's exactly what I said. And he was like, oh, God. And then okay. he's stumbling around. And he gets close to her again. And I, that was a second time. Same shit, louder. And uh, I was like, all right, you got two, man. That's it. And luckily, uh, was it Rickshaw or Kayvon? It was Kayvon. Kayvon, Tagazada, I don't know how to say his last name. I gotta learn it before Bar Yeah, he's from Oklahoma City. But yeah, shout out Kayvon. He got he actually got him to go away and peaceably. Yeah, he didn't have to even. I heard he just kind of got up. Go. What are you doing? What are you doing? He said he got in front of him. He's like, "What are you doing over here, man? What are you doing?" And he was like, "Try to walk around." He's like, "Nope. What's happening? Like, why are you coming back over here? You need to go." (laughs) Level-headed guy, that one. Yeah, (laughs) I'm ready to see his set. I haven't got to see him yet. He's real funny, and he's gonna be on the Bar 46 show. Shout out. I'm pretty. See, I don't even know the lineup. I knew. I didn't even know he was gonna be there. Caleb's gonna be there. I knew you were gonna be there too. All right, let's let's shout our people out. So we have Michael Patton again. Shout out to him. Never had to put me on shit. Put me on multiple shows now, and he pays. So. Shout out for Fire. that. Michael Patton's coming out. Zach Gaiman, uh, co-host okay. of the Hunt Club, Open Mic, and Getting Greasy Get podcast. Greasy podcast. Yep. With Devo, Dustin mm-hmm. DeVore. Uh, Dustin DeVore's not on the show, I'm sorry, but shout out him too. Uh, John McMillan, mm-hmm. OKC comic. Real funny, I've seen him a couple of times. Gary Williams, also an OKC comic. I believe he just opened up for somebody famous. Really? I'm talking... I believe it was Brian Regan. I may be wrong, but he just opened up for somebody who is a big deal. That's so he's incredible. kind of a big deal. That's all I'm saying. Um, let me not leave anybody out. Kayvon, like we talked about. Josiah Patrick, of course. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. That's my guy. That's like my main, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Ros- Roscoe, my guy too, but, but like me and Josiah, we, we, we meet on a level. You know what I'm saying? Josiah's cool. I'm really he glad that he's like people, a pretty chill you know person. What I mean? Like, he's he's a good person. Yeah. He's he's funny. He's smart. He's kind. We've been uh, arguing lately in our DMs, me and him back and forth about uh, something I'm sure neither of you guys care about, but rap battles. You know, what I'm saying who's the best rap battle MC. You know what I mean? But anyway, shout yeah. out to Josiah Patrick. Yep, shout out. And let's not forget uh, Zane Trayfield. Shout headlining out. that show, doing his thing, man. Uh, what I'm curious about with you, though, back to you. You know what I mean? I'm here to concentrate on you. Uh, so having the freeform style of doing comedy, right? I know you're going to get into writing, as you said. Um, 
But are there people that you do study? Like when you go home, it's always very important to people uh, in their craft, right? Being a MC, a writer, a rapper, and things like that. A lot. I've spent a lot of time, you know, studying hip hop artists that came before me, things of that sort. Now that I'm doing comedy, I study those people first off that are in front of me, and then I spend. I've spent. I haven't in re- this past month, but I've spent a lot of time watching other people's content, seeing how they go about doing what they do. Um, do you do something similar or not at I all? I do not. Like I said, uh, I never thought I'd be doing comedy. I, right. I love comedy. I watch I watch funny stuff, sure. Uh, I definitely don't study anyone. I, I have some comics that I like, and I actually have started watching uh, This Is Not Happening. Okay. Have you guys yeah. ever watched This comedy Is Not Central? Happening? Yes. Yeah. Um, again, that same guy who got me into the comedy scene... Peyton Wayland, shout out. I never would have done this shit if it wasn't for him. Mm. So, um, but really, he's the one who showed me that. And uh, I do sometimes watch those. I enjoy it. But that's also very my style. It's very, it's it's stories. It's literally stories. And some people say telling stories isn't comedy, and I just don't think that's true. I Absolutely agree with you 100%. Not. I feel yeah. like that's key. That's the, whole, that's the whole thing. Not knocking anybody else's style. No, uh, there are the definitely rapid successful. rapid-fire jokes yes. and shit are cool, but like yes. me, it's just so much easier to get up there and just fucking tell a story. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? I am hilarious when I tell stories. There was that, when we were at the Hunt Club the other night, I was telling this one chick. I was like talking to her, that chick. I don't remember her name. The she blonde went, lady. Nope. She, Oh, uh, I she, no was, she was a little, she was a little tiny girl. She had like really long brown hair. She was with that one anyway. Nope. And uh, <coughs> I was telling Alex. I don't remember. I don't remember. She's like a little hippie kid. She was with that one kid that I had oh, to get his number. Because, got the glasses. Yeah, I guess he doesn't. I like guess old he's people. a comedian as well. Yeah, he doesn't like old people. I don't know who he is though. But we got a lot of comedians, and I still need to see your guys' sets. We Do got... you edit these? I no. Mean, I should have asked that before Not at all. <laughs> I even started. Why? Why do you ask? I've got shit to say now. Oh, no, you're perfect, Queen. Don't you? No. Know? That's the thing with this show. Like, it's, it's just laid back. We're just here to get to know you. No pressure yeah. at all. Uh, I believe I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I was, like, telling my stories and stuff I like that. I can edit it. If you need something edited out, it can be. But it's easier if I don't have to. You know, and uh, I was talking to her, and she was like, bro, you're killing me. And I was like, I don't even know how, dude. Her name is Alex. She's She's got dark hair, blue eyes. They're yeah. very unique shaped. Uh, and she's she's a great audience, man. She's adorable. She? She's really, really nice. Yeah. Smoked a lot of weed. Yep. You should have just said that. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I almost did, too. I almost said that. I was like, yeah, we smoke weed. Um. That's dope, man. That's dope. Uh, so talk to me about your goals as far as what's to come in the future. What are you looking to do with this comedy shit? I don't know. Is is this comedy shit what you look to do? Is, this, is it what you're feeling? Or are you I just don't know. feeling wrong? I don't know. I've, I Like I said, I really just went into... Like, I... There were no expectations to be had because this was never a plan. Right. Like, I went out there and I did a mic, and then I got booked for a show, and then I got booked for another show, and then I was doing more shows, and now I'm getting paid to do shows, and now I'm going over state lines to do shows. Like, Let me ask you this. What did you do before comedy? Like, what was your thing? Did you fucking, like, tell, tell me about, like, work life, or, like, was work life... Was that it? Or so, school? Like, what, tell me I, about I work full-time and I go to school full-time, okay. even currently. What are you in school for? Um, I'm a psychology major with a business minor. Okay, that's wow, dope. That's, that's dope, dope as fuck, dude. Yep. And I'm the finance administrative manager for a public housing authority here in Tulsa. That's dope, that's dope. 
So as far as hobbies. Whoa, like, dude, that's like crazy. Like you're so businessy, and then you're like, "Hey, I gotta go do a comedy show tonight," and it's yep. just like that's cool as fuck. That's cool Talk as to fuck. me about like just because it, it blows my it's mind. Like you're a very unique case, right? As far as getting into the comedy scene, I just feel like the whole journey for you right now is very unique. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said there's going to be a lot of shout outs because A, I do feel like nobody owes me shit. B, these people never had to give me a chance, man. Right. Evan Hughes, Michael Patton, Dustin DeVore, Ryan, Roscoe, whatever you want to call him. Um, and these opportunities, I'm now booked in Oklahoma City and mm. I'm booked in Arkansas for pe- people I've never met, people who have never seen me perform. I got a message last Friday. This guy said to me, how much would it take to get you here? Mm. Just name your price, bitch. Like, just name your price. I've never seen you. Just through word of mouth, I want you on my fucking show. Bad enough to pay you. How's that feel for you, though? Insane. Yeah. Insane. Especially with no expectations, right? No expect. I was... (sighs) I can't even tell you, man. Uh, The first paid gig I ever did was a Michael Patton... I, I killed. I tore the house down that night. Mm. And the feeling I got from that, it wasn't even about the money. It's not about the money for me at all. The feeling that I got that night from that response and how that made me feel and how being up there went and having people come up. Someone paid me after the show. They were, they, they were like, I like you that much. You're that funny. Here's some more fucking money. Like, what is that? You can't do anything else and get that. Like... That's it was crazy. insane. It was insane. And I cannot describe that feeling to you, but it is truly its own high. You know, people like to say dumb shit like runner's high. Like, I'm never going to achieve that shit. But I achieved... <laughs> I achieved... Uh, I achieved whatever that was. And mm. there's no other feeling that compares to that. I think that that's absolutely beautiful, man. Uh, just this whole journey you're, you're on without... Like I said, just the fact that you had no expectations. You still have no expectations. Just like, fuck it. I still have no expectations, and uh, shit keeps coming, man. Like, I I've feel got, like having no expectations makes things so much cooler. It does. Whenever everything and happens. I will say, it's it starts to feel like, okay, like, I'm doing enough now. I'm out there enough now. People have reached out to me enough now that there are expectations. Right. At least from other people. For me. You know, and um, it's a little scary. I'm, I'm wrestling with that a little bit. Like mm. I said, I, I've thought to myself, okay, it's time to buckle down and figure out what your direction is going to be here. Because you're having a good time and you're having fun. And yeah, I guess you could stay in the same place. Right. Sure. But um, is that what you want? You know, that that's where I'm at right now. I'm asking myself these questions like, are we going bigger? Right. Are we going further? Are we going harder? Do you have that? Are you that kind of human? Uh, I'm, I'm very much that kind of human where if after, after I uh, achieve a set uh, level of something, I, I like to continue to push just to see. You know what I'm saying? I like to push the boundaries. I like to see where I can go with things. Uh, how do you feel about that? I Every time that I get the chance to do something different than what mm. I've already done, like, don't get me wrong, I love going out and I love doing shows. I love doing shows no matter the audience. No matter the host, no matter the comics alongside of me, I love getting up there and getting to be myself Mm. and making people laugh and making those connections, even if it's just for that night, you know? I mean, but every time I get asked to do something that's different than what I've already done, Mm. that shit hypes me because 
okay, I've already done this. Now we're doing this. Right. Now we're doing that. This will be different in this way. This will be different in that way. Like, I'm excited to host. You know, I, I co-hosted a mic uh, with Zach Amen not too long ago, but I've never hosted a show. I'm excited for that opportunity. Right. Yeah, it's something different than I've done. I think you're going to do phenomenal, man. It's going to be great. Saying? I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. Um, I'm just excited to see where your journey builds out to. Where do you where you plan on taking this? I You know what I mean? Have been hesitant like I posted a picture of myself on stage on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really been out there on my social media presence as far as I'm doing this now because this community that I'm a part of and what I'm doing is so separate from the entire rest of my life. Like, I know that sounds insane, but, like, this was never something I aspired to do. If I was that person who was like, I'm going to make it in comedy one day, like, okay, I'll do that. I don't know if I'm ready to, like, it, you can go out in front of people you don't know and comics you do know. And you can perform for them, but it's totally different when it's people you know. Right. Does that make sense? People from your past, people who knew different versions of you. I'm, I'm this now. <laughs> like, I've always been me. But I'm me on stage, and you're going to hear some shit about me you might not have ever heard before. <laughs> right. I think that that's fascinating, though. Like I said, I'm just really excited to see where things are going to go with you. I'm excited. Um, it's I've met great people doing this. I'm having a great time doing this. Talk to me a little bit about the Tulsa com- comedy scene. Are you from Tulsa? I am from Tulsa. Okay. Like, Tulsa area. I went to Sepulpa High School. Okay. Shouts, shouts. Uh, talk to me a little bit about... Uh, <laughs> As I said, the Tulsa comedy scene, just as far as uh, dealing with other comedians and things on a day-to-day basis. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, it seems as if you've formed some pretty cool friendships as well. Like, shouts out to Ryan. Shouts out to Roscoe. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, Ryan is probably my biggest supporter in the Tulsa mm. comedy scene. He um, seems to be that for Ryan a lot of people Ryan seems to be a well. pretty big supporter of a lot of people. In general, yeah. He shows, he's very... He got us a fucking <laughs> micro. He, she showed up the other day with a microphone he had just purchased for us. You know what I'm saying? And then he, as he has you booked up mm-hmm. with shit, my calendar is now full of shows mm-hmm. because of Roscoe. So shout out Roscoe. He wants to go bigger and he wants to go further and he, he should, wants to that. take other people with him. And to me, that's the healthy... See, I relate to that song. That's just why where I link with Roscoe, man. You brought up that hustle mentality as well. Uh, he has the kingdom mindset. He's definitely a king. You can't be a king unless you bring up your village. Yep. You understand? Yep. It? So I, I fuck with him so yep. heavy for that. Yep. Me and him connect on some weird testosterone shit for that. I, I fuck with my man. No, know what I mean? yeah, he's, uh, he's brought me out more times than, you know, I've gone to stuff I wouldn't have gone if he wasn't like, you should go. Or right. you should do this or whatever. And... That's awesome. Like I said, Sophia Starr, um, in my opinion, the funniest woman in Tulsa comedy right now. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Hilarious woman. Um, also super uplifting. She's like, very sweet. I've yeah. only had five minutes of her time on a podcast so far. She's scheduled to come back and see us. My first experience with Sophia Starr was at the Hunt Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sitting in a chair, uh, just being an observer, an audience member. And uh, out of nowhere, she, she called him out. She calls me out like you send dick pics, don't you? Mm-hmm. Just started getting in my ass, and it was hilarious. And I loved every minute of it. It was hilarious because she was right. It was. It was. Yeah. Funny. No, she. She's so funny, dude. She's hilarious. Um. 
Who else? You know, I talked. I, I've talked a lot about the people that I really fuck with. I but think that's beautiful that you do that, though. That you're you're paying homage. You're like, yo, shout out to these people. Yeah, they deserve it. People, they deserve it. Sandra Slade. I forgot to mention Sandra's earlier. Sandra's sweet. Sandra is hilarious. She she's booked me for a show um, at Picasso's. That's next month. I'm shout very out. excited to do that. Um, she's another person who's been nothing but supportive of me. I mean, like she sent me pictures of me on stage. Like I don't. I don't like when people do that. I don't like when people take pictures of me off guard, which is the craziest thing to be up in front of people and know everyone's seeing you from every angle but still not want to see it yourself. Right. Uh, but uh, she's great. You know, uh, I love Sherry Johnson. She was one of the Sherry funniest. Johnson's sweet as well. One of the funniest first female comics I'd seen. I I hadn't seen Sophia or Katie for a long time. So Sherry Johnson's another one that uses your approach as well. She doesn't write. Mm-hmm. I had her here mm-hmm. on the show and mm-hmm. we talked about that. Uh blows my mind that you guys can freestyle that shit you know what i mean but she's i mean she's naturally funny right she is and she's natural up there i you can look up to people on stage and someone can be doing an amazing job with jokes that they wrote and they may look like they belong there but you can kind of tell who goes up there and they're just themselves right they're just themselves and Sherry Johnson's definitely one of those people. Josiah Patrick is definitely one of those people. You definitely make me not necessarily not want to write. I still want to write, but you make me want to test that uh, approach. You I should. kind of want to go up just to see. You know what I'm saying? It's being fresh to this comedy shit. I'm like, why the fuck not? Like, what do I have to lose exactly. anyway? Exactly. I, I said that thing to myself a couple of months ago, and I'm here now. Right. What do you have to lose? Anyone who comes to me, because like I said, ever since I post that picture of me on stage, people will message me on Facebook, oh, I've always wanted to try stand-up, blah, blah, blah. That's totally awesome if that's your journey. Right. You know, it wasn't mine, but I encourage every single person that says to me, I've been thinking about doing this. I've been thinking about going up on stage and whatever. I tell them, do it. I tell them, anyone can do it. Right. I mean... Don't get me wrong, there are people who are natural up there. People have different approaches. And everyone's style isn't for everyone. Mm. I have my own comics that I prefer more than others, but um, everyone's funny to somebody. Most definitely. I definitely dig that. There's always an audience with somebody. Yes, you know for sure. Do you want a lollipop? I kind of do. Okay, you can. There's Jolly Rangers in here, too. I saw her uh, catch your eyesight uh, <laughs> whenever I Um... Uh, but yeah, Cade Moore, uh, Cade Moore's another comic from Tulsa. He's actually not from Tulsa. He's been living in Japan for the last like 10 years. What? But, uh, he's here. He's hilarious. Uh, just, and, and a writer. You can tell a writer. Uh, I've got love for a lot of the OKC comics too. Um, we'll keep it local though. Cause you know, T-Town. For so, for so. But, uh, no, I love some of the OKC comics and I love that even in the short time that I've been here in this comedy scene, I've seen people grow. I've seen people change. I've seen people become better writers. I've seen people become more natural on stage. I Like, you can see growth, no matter how big or small, no matter how long or short the time. Like, I have seen people come out and totally change. Oh, shit. I forgot to shout out Landry Miller. I'm sorry, Landry. I love you, dude. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Anywho, um, Landry. Landry's supernatural up, up on stage, too. But, I like um, Landry. You know, I uh, I wanted to say Jaden, specifically. 
I've seen Jaden grow mm. in a manner in a manner of months. I can dig it. What do you think uh, helped these people's growth, though? See, because like I said, I'm a student, so I'm studying. As I, as support. Okay. 100% support. I can dig it. I can dig it. Honestly, um, if you go out there and when you get off the stage, someone tells you, eh, that wasn't that funny. If you get off the stage and someone says, and I, I really like this other person, they don't have shit to say about your performance. Right. You're going to shit on yourself more than they ever did because mm -hmm. now you're going to be filled with doubt. You know, be around people that support you. Let me ask you this. Uh, have you went through this yet? Have you bombed per se or anything of that sort? Or have you just been doing great? Period. Well, I've been doing great, period. But Shout. my worst show, and I'm ashamed of this because, again, Evan Hughes is the one who put me on. Mm -hmm. uh, my third show I did with Evan Hughes was easily my worst performance. Mm. That's okay, so how'd you cope with it? How'd you how'd you build past that situation? Um, well, I actually I did apologize to <laughs> to uh, Evan afterwards. I said, I said I'm so sorry, dude. I, it just wasn't my crowd. Mm. And he said, "You did great. What are you talking about?" So <laughs> of course, of course, but uh, it just wasn't my crowd. I can dig you it. You know, I didn't. I didn't go up there with the energy that I normally have. I It was my second show of the night and um, just some personal things weighing on me a little bit that I shouldn't have let get to me like they did. Right. But I didn't go up there as Joe Miller. I went up there as somebody else. Okay. And uh, it wasn't my crowd. Uh, they I don't do a whole lot of crowd work, right. but uh, they weren't loving me. And I wasn't loving myself at that point. That's the truth. I didn't go up there the way I should have gone up there. Mm. But I was not connecting with these people, and it was clear. And I even tried to do crowd work, I mean, with, with women in the audience, and they, they weren't interested in me at all. They mm. weren't interested in me at all. So the way that you go up there, people, people match energy. I mean, you know that. I went up there, and I wasn't me. And people were like, who the fuck is this? Right. And I was so embarrassed because that guy I told you about that paid me after my first show, mm -hmm. just my fan, he was there that night. And if that had been the first time he ever saw me, he probably would have been like, she ain't shit. Right. So just because you have one bad show doesn't mean that's all you're going to be. Mm. I definitely agree with you. I did, and, it, and then talking to a lot of you comedians, as I said, people in general trying to do something out of the box, stand-up comedy, making music, any kind of art. You know what I'm saying? You're always going to run that risk of, like, i got to fuck up at least once. You know what I'm saying? At least. Oh, at, at least. least. I, it has to happen. I fully anticipate there will be a time that I just shit that bed. Right. And Sounds uh, disgusting, Joe. <laughs> I mean, that does not sound... Sounds like that ending of those, like, house commercial or house shows are like, move that bus. <laughs> shit that, that bed. bed. <laughs> Y'all look good. There's going to be a day, man. I mean... I didn't feel great about that performance, but I definitely didn't shit it, you know? I mean, hmm. and I will. Nobody's perfect. I've seen great people do horrible. I've seen horrible people do great. I mean, right. you're not defined by any one performance, but... uh, It's a process, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Queen, we're reaching the last 10 minutes of the show. Uh, I want to go ahead and take the time to plug up just whatever you got coming up, man, if you want to, and as well as your social medias and all of that good shit. All right. Yeah, uh, the calendar. Like I said, 
I haven't been real upfront on my social media about this. This is a newer okay, thing for me. Okay, we don't me. have to plug them. And I'm no, I'm I'm saying you know you can go to my page and whatever, but I'm I've just now even started putting that part of myself out there for right. a different crowd of people in my life to see because right. the people that I fuck with now, you know, that I see all the time, they know what I'm doing. The people who I knew in high school, the people that I knew at this job and that job and this one over here, do I want them to be a part of this? Do I want them to be a part of this yet? I don't know. Right. I don't know. I've got people asking me all the time, well, when's your next show? When's your next show? And I'm like, I don't want to tell you you can't come to a public place, but... (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you... I feel that on a personal level. (laughs) Let me ask you, uh, why the separation? Um... It, it really doesn't make sense. I'm a naturally funny person. Anyone who knows me at all knows that I'm funny. I mean, that. Right. if I asked anyone in my life top five words to describe Joe, funny would be in there. Mm. I mean, it would. Um, I don't know. I think maybe because I'm not sure about it. Right. Okay. I can dig it. I'll just carry it. That's what I do. All right. So I'm just going to run down this list here. This Saturday, May 8th, we've got a show at the Fur Shop. It's our Fur 20 show. We're going to have it out on the patio. It is going to be 420 friendly. Uh, May 10th, Bar 46 show, hosted by me, headlined by Zane. Uh, May 13th, Live Rude Girls, Oklahoma City. A woman I'd never met. Shout out Julie Drake. She just won Roast Mania. Yeah, I've seen no. that. Uh, I've never met her. I've not had the pleasure, but she reached out to me and asked me to do Live Rude Girls in Oklahoma City, and I am doing it. Um... The comedy rap show on May 16th at level 420. Yo, I'm going to be in there. That's piece, what's up. Eh? That's what's up. Which one? The comedy rap show at level 420. Yeah, that's dope. I didn't know you was on that. Uh, are you excited for that? I'm excited. I'm excited. Good. I got a good lineup of rappers. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, May 20th, Rick Shaw. That was somebody I forgot to shout out who put me on shows. Rick, Rick Shaw, Shaw, shout out. Uh, Smoke and Tonic show in Claremore. May 22nd, that is my out-of-state one, uh, Arkansas. It's called Beaver Fever. It's an all-female show. Uh, oh, my God. Smith. Uh, May 23rd, Chris Carter. Fuck. Shout out, Chris Carter. <laughs> Double D Saloon. May 28th, Picasso's at Sandra Slade. Uh, June 12th, my boy Roscoe got us out in Wagner again for Laughs at the Lounge. It is a weed lounge. You can mm. smoke there. Uh, June 17th, Dustin DeVore and Zach Amen have me on the third Thursday Whittier show. June 20th, we're uh, performing at a little bar called Tin Dog, and we are doing something a little different. Uh, we saw uh, essentially the same sort of thing. We're calling it Comics Inebriated. Yes. Go up and do five sober minutes, take five shots, and then do a five-minute drunk set. That is June 20th at Tin Dog. June 22nd, that is... Uh, Castro's birthday rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, this is the funniest one of all. I'm on a charity show. Okay. <laughs> June 26, yo. That sounds good. It sounds like you got a lot of big things uh, coming, man. I'm really hyped to see. Uh, just with you, where everything goes, man. Because you, out of all the comics I've sat down with, have just such a real unique perspective on how things are going and what you want to do with them. I'm just like, oh, First, all right. I know every it, single question that you asked me, I was like, Fuck. Fuck. No, it's Fuck. Good. Like, I don't have a good answer for that shit. Like, I'm having a good-ass time. 
I'm loving what I'm doing. I love the way this makes me feel. You don't do this shit unless you love it and hate yourself. So. Shouts. I feel like uh, you answered the questions perfectly because the way you answered them was you. You gave me you, and that's all I wanted. That's all I want <laughs> on this show. You. you gave me you. You brought you over. There's no right Everyone who knows me knows you are going to get Joe. Mm. You are going to get honest. Don't ask me if you don't want it. And even if you don't ask me, I'm still probably going to tell you. I like it. I like and it. Not everyone likes it. Not everyone loves it. But the people that fuck with it really fuck with it. Mm. So I uh, can't uh, fuck with anybody weak-willed. You know what I'm saying? I can dig it. You know what Neither I'm can I. Well, it sounds good, Miss Joe. Uh, Tia, do you want to do the thing? Yeah. Um. All right. You can find us on uh, Facebook. Uh, if you want to like us and follow us, you can find us at With All Due Respect Podcast. If you want to check out these cool uh, photos today and all the other photos I've ever taken for this freaking podcast, you can find us at With All Due Respect 001. And then <laughs> also, <laughs> we have a Twitter. And it's um, at A underscore broadcasting. And we post everything that we post everywhere else to that Twitter. So you can find us on there. It's pretty cool. Um... And then uh, we just started this thing called Water TV. Yeah, we just started this thing on Twitch called uh, where you can find us. Oh my god, I'm fucking stupid. Okay, it was I don't know. Um, Find us on Twitch at w a d r underscore tv. All we do is play video games whenever we're not podcasting. Specifically VR chat. Specifically VR chat. I'm trying to get better at shooting games so it's not as just like VR all the time. I don't have any friends, so (laughs) I've got a lot of friends in VR chat. So there's this new thing, like, so we play this game called VR Chat. I don't know if you've heard of VR Chat. It's fucking whack, and I love every bit of it. It's a virtual reality game where you pick random avatars or, like, characters, and you just walk around and talk to people, right? <laughs> uh, and so what I've I've now gathered, I've assembled a team. I've assembled a group of people. He has his here. own Discord now. I got, I do got it. That's a, do you know what a Discord is? That's a, okay. He's so, like, he said, no, Joe I'm starts gaming. Out. You know what a Discord is? <laughs> Joe, because I'm not a gamer, right? Tia, I think Tia can attest to that. Like, I'm not a gamer. No, I'm you're not. not. Te- at all. But, like, No now, tech savvy. But I will say, like, <laughs> I'm cool enough to hop off in a game, and, like, now I've got this fucking squad of yes. friends. who are like, hey, bro, let's make a Discord. You can be yes. in charge. And everything. I don't even know how to make a Discord. I had to have a chick make it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know fucking yes, shit about any of it. Yes. But, like, we're in it now. Yeah. And uh, what we like to do is we'll fucking gather. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll assemble the whole team. I'll send invites, and they'll all come together. I'm like, all right, bro, let's hit a club. Because you can go to these different worlds and shit on this game. It's, it's lame. Don't look at me like that. It's lame. But I like, love it. So, like, we'll go to these different clubs, and, like, we'll have a DJ. Like, one of the members will go play music because, like, you can type in URLs, and, like, it'll pull up music. Anyway, we'll fucking, and they'll just, they got these uh full body, like, things for the VR. So you're fully in me. I just play on the computer. So, so we I, can't move our hands or anything, move. but they're but all like, they're in there they're fucking, like, in there like dancing, dancing around and stuff. dancing and shit, fucking twerking. It's weird. They'll give you dance. Like it's weird. It's the weirdest shit. We talk about the weirdest shit. I love every bit of it. Yeah. Do what you do. Yeah. Uh, my impressive. whole goal, because he got on VR one night when he got home from work, my whole goal was to surpass the amount of friends that Castro had. Because he was like, he's like, yeah, bro, I made like five fucking friends, man. And I was like, that's cool. I'm going to have 15 by tomorrow. Hell yeah. And so I got online and everybody that talked to me, they're like, what's up? I was like, hey, man, add friend. I was like, what's going on? And we talked for a minute. And then like, and then like, when I, all I play is Among Us in that game because I love Among Us and stuff. And uh, every time we're just like chilling, like everybody's voting on people, I'm fucking scrolling through everybody and adding everybody as a friend. <laughs> 
she like got that. you. I have like 29 friends now, but like I talk to none of them. Right. So my main focus is to have a core group of people to hang out with on the game. But the thing is, is I can't find anybody that like likes the shit that I like or is in my age range. Which like Mr. Hot Dog Man is like a fucking 14 year old kid. I had no idea, and he said that to somebody, and I was just like, no, Mr. Hot Dog Man. Uh, yeah, comedy's like, like that, man. <laughs> that, I want to say that about comedy. Any person, any race, any age, any fucking thing can do comedy. And mm. I have interacted with people that otherwise I never would have fucked with. And this has been such a us- unique experience for me. And you can be fucking 70 years old, or you can be 18 years old. You know, I'm younger in the scene but i'm definitely not the youngest i mean age doesn't even fucking matter i can definitely dig that i love that it brings people together all different kinds of uh yeah you know what i'm saying yeah uh so off of the twitch thing uh you can also check out a youtube at uh with all due respect broadcasting as well as uh artists if you guys want to send in your music to the uh wadr radio show 91.1 fm or on uh radio garden go ahead and send it over to the music or to the to the email, uh, with all due respect, podcast, 001, uh, at gmail.com, and we will play your shit. We play that local shit and that underground shit. So send us your shit so we can play your shit. Uh, ladies and you gentlemen. say shit one more time. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been uh, the With All Due Respect podcast. I am your host, Castro X, 2TDT, and this hey. has been Miss Joe Miller in the motherfucking building. Uh Thank y'all so much for tuning in. And for those of you that don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. And we out. We out.